project that was commissioned by our CEO, Chip Brewer. We, he wanted to have kind of a no holds barred uh, technology hybrid that, that we put everything that we had into one hybrid. And just, we, we wanna make a hybrid that makes your fairway wood jealous. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dave Neville and Yo AJ. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Thank you, Amanda, for the awesome intro. And if you caught that, you heard who the guest host is. <laughs> I'm AJ, along with Yo D Nevs. He's back, baby. Wait, am I the guest host or the guest? Right. This is a, this uh, is a controversy. This is a controversy because we also have Steven Sereno, who Boom. everybody knows Slinger because he's been house. on a ton of fitting rooms, and so has Yo D Nevs. But beforehand, they were arguing with each other who the guest <laughs> is and who the co-host is because Nate Adelman is not around today. Where is Nate? I have no idea where Nate he's is. He's M I A. Oh wait, no, he's in. Hey, he's in New York. Hey, ah. hey stop what do you want from me, huh? He's got to get some <laughs> regular get a slice of regular. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we have a full house today. Me, Yodi Nevs, Steven. Big, big day today, you guys. A sad day, too. It's a, I know, I know. It's a sad day. You're going to drop some news? Yeah, it's a sad day because this is my farewell tour. My last Fitting Room Podcast. Can you believe Nate say didn't what? show up for your last I, Fitting Room Podcast? I told him to cancel the flight. What does that say? I can't even... I, you know what? It doesn't surprise me one bit. I'm uh, here for you, brother. I'm I know here. you're here. You guys are always here for the We got you. We got I'm you. here. Yeah, this is it. After a hundred and some odd shows. Wow. hundred? Uh, I mean, live shows. Wow. We do the live show every Monday night on Sirius XM PJ Tour Radio from 5 to 6 Pacific, 8 to 9 Eastern time every single Monday night. So a lot of fitting room content That's a lot of knowledge. Been, has been created. But I heard that Steven is getting the tryout to be Nate's Whoa. co-host from here on out. Whoa. I heard he's getting I heard he's getting Whoa. the nod. Whoa. He's getting the nod as a permanent replacement. What? And we will see what happens next? Well, AJ, I, I heard I, there was a tryout. Actually, I, I can't replace you, but I'm gonna give it the uh, the good old college tryout. Oh, uh, dude, you're gonna crush. You're gonna you're, people are gonna be so happy that they're not gonna hear me anymore. <laughs> the slinger <laughs> in the like, house. Thank you, God. AJ's Suddenly, God. the listens doubled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like, wait a minute. You're like, hey, uh, we were just looking at some analytics. Uh, I would we average we average roughly. Four to five thousand listens for fitting room, which is which, which is, is pretty awesome. awesome yeah, very good. It's grow. It's it's grown every single year, which is which is ideal. And plus, it's such a specific show. You know what I mean? Like when we started fitting room, like it was for one reason. It was to fill a gap. Uh, well, literally and figuratively, we wanted to fill people's gaps in their bag, but it was to fill a gap in in people's kind of quest. For proper fitting and equipment because there was no other podcast that talked about this kind of stuff golfers need to go get fit they need to know about their equipment and that's what this show was to do so hopefully uh we've been doing that for the last couple of years and obviously steven and yo Nevs, who have been frequent guests on the show we've also realized that uh 
the best themed episodes are generally when new product is released and we do a little deep dive on the new product. And I see you guys all holding stuff and you can watch this podcast video on YouTube or our OTT networks. But I see you guys holding some some clubs I've never seen before. Like, well, I've seen them before in the office, but like as a golfer, I've never seen. I've got a question for you. Do the new product episodes do the best because it's new product or because we're on them? Because you guys are on <laughs> oh, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, without yeah. question. You know, I think <laughs> it's because of the new product. People <laughs> no, get excited. Golfers are excited. And, yeah. and this one is particularly exciting because it is quite unique. Um, and Steven, uh, let's let's start with you here. We're talking, of course, about the super hybrid. You're holding it in your right hand. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, give us the the quick 411 on the super hybrid. I mean, it's it, it looks... It looks amazing. But. Yeah. So from a construction standpoint, we've got a titanium body, a titanium face, and our carbon uh, carbon crown, triaxo carbon crown. So you put all that together from the exterior of the club, uh, and it gives you kind of a footprint that's that's not as uh, not as big as like a five wood, mm-hmm. but not as small as a hybrid. It's actually a little bit bigger footprint. Uh, so we did that, and then we added some uh, tungsten into the head. So roughly sixty-five to sixty-eight grams. Um, what you're going to notice is a ball flight that's that's uh, pretty remarkable for what it is. Right. So, so it's a, a, a yo Nevs, It's a, it's almost a hybrid of a hybrid and a fairway wood. Is that, is that accurate that's a good say? that's a good way to put it. I mean, just to take a, a step back, uh, this is a project that was commissioned by our CEO, mm. Chip Brewer, we call the OGB. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and he wanted to have kind of a no-holds-barred uh, technology hybrid that, that we put everything that we had into one hybrid and just to see, like, what would the performance be? And basically the challenge to uh, to Doc Hawk and Scott Manwaring, shout out to those guys, was we, we want to make a hybrid that makes your fairway wood jealous. That's gonna <laughs> yeah. that's gonna take your fairway hey wood out of the bag, and that was Chip's challenge to the R and D guys. And in order to do it, we basically had to put more technology than we've ever put into into a hybrid. As, as Stephen was saying, it's it's amazing. It's literally packed with everything. That's interesting because uh, to make a fairway wood jealous, it has to have some characteristics of a fairway wood that would get it to perform or get the flight and the spin and those types of things that a fairway wood does for a lot of golfers like for me in particular i just did this test with a four hybrid and a seven wood yes because i was looking for about a 230 to 240 club but i wanted it to spin and in my test i found that the hybrid it just did not spin i was getting like 3,000 RPMs with the 7 wood, I was getting like 4,500, which is exactly what I was looking for. What can which, you... Which hybrid did you use in that test? I it was a Big Bertha 4 hybrid. Big Bertha 4 hybrid. And that was versus... recommended from Jason Finley. Yeah. He recommended that hybrid. Cause... Versus the, the 7 wood, the Epic, Epic Flash. Flash 7 yep. wood. Yep. And, and it spun about, you know, almost 1,500 RPMs more. Steven, will golfers... Uh, well, first of all, what lofts will the hybrid be available? And then second... Do you think that if a golfer is looking for that high launch, 
will they be able to get it with the super hybrid? Yeah. So to answer your first question, we've got 17, 20, and 23, and that's both left and right-handed. So we've got the lefties taken care of with this. Um, the characteristics that you're going to see, at least from what I've seen over the weekend testing it, uh, is that it actually launched a little bit higher and it spun a hair more than, let's say, a hybrid. Mm. Uh, but I don't think it'll spin, obviously, as much as a, as a five would because it just you know different head shape but this is it's it's pretty cool to see and it felt awesome yeah so i guess uh yodi nevs maybe you're not looking for that spin uh with this club to match that of a fairway wood so what in particular about the super hybrid are golfers uh either should expect or are gonna see so in this this challenge from chip it was basically like how do you get a hybrid that's so good that it would take a fairway wood out of the bag so here's the things you got to have first of all it's got to be insanely long for a hybrid i mean it's got to go far right so in order to do that we put this this titanium body and titanium face which we haven't done i don't think steven for forever for a long, a long time you got to go way back to like hawkeye right right, right. um we we've been using carpenter steel which has been been great but titanium gives you that lightweight but but high strength and flexibility then we had to put a carbon crown on it so ball speeds are absolutely incredible with this but then we as to your point you we had to get the launch correct and the spin rate correct that's why it's a little bit bigger and that's kind of unusual because typically for a better player hybrid which this mostly is for the better player mm-hmm. um um, you get smaller and smaller hybrids. So think about our Apex right. hybrid. It's I mean, that is a tiny totally. little peanut, yep. right? Yep. This is going in the other direction, a super hybrid. It has a big footprint because that it can really take a fairway wood out of play. So it's still got to be, even though it's for a better player, easy to easy to launch, easy to hit, have the right spin rates. It's, it's got to be long. But then this, this third piece is this versatility that sometimes a five wood doesn't always have, which is this thing will get in there in the rough into right. the gnarly rough mm-hmm. get you hitting knuckleballs out of there that'll that'll get you back in play right where the fairway would you might be a little afraid to to hit that um out of the rough yeah. this thing is actually a really good tee club um as gonna, well that because was my next question because of the the spin rates the ball speed the launch it can uh it can be a confidence in, inspiring off of the off the tee, it's a little bit shorter than a fairway wood in terms of the length, mm-hmm. but we made it, I think it's like a half inch longer, right? Yeah, than, compared to like a hybrid. Than a regular hybrid. Oh, okay. So as you were yeah. saying before, a tweener, a hybrid of a, of, of a hybrid. So it's really, we did find these better players who were like, um, I, I'd like to play a hybrid, but I, I need one that, that doesn't go way left, but yeah. it's still kind of easy to hit. And whereas Apex is a true long iron replacement, yep. this is more like that, that fairway wood uh, replacement. Right. And one thing to, to mention, too, about the better player is that when you actually set this thing up, yes, it's slightly bigger than a, a normal hybrid, but it's really square. It looks, it looks really good. good. At yeah, address, it, it looks well. great. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was just messing with one right before the show, and uh, Chad and I were – uh, we're looking at him just you know top down yeah and that's the one thing that i noticed that it it's set very square and for my eye i need that because if it looks even slightly open i'll forget about it it's uh <laughs> I'm, I'm a big i'm in big big trouble so and you don't want it to have on the other hand have too much offset or something like that totally. and, and look like it's you know going to be a super game improvement and this is right. that's not what this is all about it's mm-hmm. all about high technology and a lot of players can play it especially that's why we added the 23 degree in because originally we were just going to do the 17 and 20 mm-hmm. it was going to be only better players now with that 23 degree you got kind of in that four hybrid mix five hybrid mm-hmm. um that makes it playable for more golfers do you think if a golfer steven 
plays a long iron, say a three iron, a four iron that they, uh, you know, they'll hit off, they'll hit off the tee. Maybe they are looking to launch it a little higher. Maybe they don't launch it as high as they want. Do you think the super hybrid um, in, I guess, either the 20 or the 23 degree, uh, which has the OptiFit hosel, so you could, uh, you could adjust loft and lie. Yep. Do you think that this could potentially be a replacement for a long iron also, or is it mainly kind of looking in the fairway woods? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it serves two purposes. The analogy that I have is like, this is an awesome club for like a Luke Williams guy hits it a mile. Mm. Doesn't need to probably carry a three wood, but still needs to get a club that can get out there. I mean, for him, probably 250, 260, yeah. and this can easily do that. On the other side of it too, is that you do have golfers that uh, maybe need more help but don't want to play a five wood, let's say, uh, but we'll still get the length. Uh, those players that, again, want to replace their five wood, their three hybrid, um, and even their longer irons, this is a great choice mm. for those folks as well. So it's, it, I, we know, I know we said it, it was for better players, but yeah. it's for a lot of different purposes. Yeah. It's very versatile, as Dave had mentioned. So, uh, Yodinez, why don't you run down uh, the shaft you chose uh, for the, yep. the premium stock offering and the grip as well? Yeah, so uh, we chose a really, really high-end shaft because this is a it super... It looks freaking awesome, yeah, by super... the way, with the, the matching kind of colors and stuff. It yeah, looks yeah. sick. Yeah. So this really is good. the Tensei, the CK Orange, and this is a, an amazing shaft. Oh, um, so and nice. it's a it's a low-torque shaft, so it's very, very stable. It's counterbalanced, um, so that helps to control the, the trajectory there. This is the number one shaft model on the PGA Tour. This is the Sheesh. number one shaft model on the European PGA Tour. So it is number one on, on both tours. There's mm. uh, too many pros uh, to name uh, that, that are using it. A ton of different players uh, are using it. So really high-end shaft offering. And then even in, in the grip, so we, we went with uh, Golf Pride with the MCC Align grip with the Align Silver grip as well. So a really premium grip. All the components to this thing. The head cover looks amazing as well. Um, everything is, is really, really high-end with this. Yeah, this hybrid. and it's and the align the 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 MCC align grip. Yes, these let me tell you these align grips. I've been seeing them everywhere. Yeah, they're killing it with the align. Is, is that is that I I guess the the theory behind going with the align is 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 proper feedback on it or uh, because I feel like almost every club, uh, every, almost every Callaway. Uh, offering this year has had the align all option, the right? yeah all, all the, the woods and all the high-end uh, yeah. offerings the epic yeah. forged uh had it yeah the epic uh, forged. as well yeah. so if you want to find out more about the align we did an entire fitting room yeah. podcast sure nate did. and i yep. um had ben from golf pride as our as nice. our guest and we went deep in, into that it's just uh you really can feel where the hands uh set up um really really easy to use we had great feedback with the epic flash um with the green uh once so we went with the uh the silver uh a line here as well and they'll be selling that in the in the aftermarket nice uh steven the golfer who is interested in this club because they want to maybe get some more distance out of their fairway wood or replace it. What else would they be giving anything up um, aside from maybe gaining a little bit more distance or, or do you think, uh, or do you think that the golfer won't really mind because of all the distance they get with it? Yeah, absolutely. I think, 
there's going to be, uh, um, you know, zero negatives as far as someone putting this in the bag. And mm-hmm. matter of fact, this would fit a lot of players that like, again, a fairway would look mm-hmm. um, that have a hard time hitting hybrids. I mean, uh, what we're able to do with the titanium and the weight savings that we get and how we redistribute it, the hot titanium face. Um, yeah, there's there's no trade-offs with yeah. this one. Yeah, and DNEV's like the just the look of it, right? So you if you look at it from the top down, well, one, it looks just very premium, right? The carbon crown yeah. just looks very premium. But sometimes you look at a club and and it'll just look funky. I'm, I'm talking uh, specifically about the head shape now. Yeah. Let's just talk about the head shape because um, it's a unique head shape, but it looks like really good though. It's you know clean. what I mean? Like it's, it's super like, clean. It's like in between, but it just looks so clean. Like, I don't know if it's, the lining, if it's the carbon crown, it just like for whatever reason, it just it, it work. It looks like it works. It's crazy. Yeah, that's something we <laughs> wanted to focus on. You know? um, people have different opinions on hybrids, right? Yeah. Some are are boxier shape, more iron replacement, yeah. and then there's more fairway wood uh, like shape. This is a little bit of a of a tweener because you know with the rogue hybrids and even the apex hybrids, they're very boxy, mm. very squared off. This one, you you do have a little bit of camber on the sole, and I would agree with you. From a dress, it's extremely clean. Mm. The the simple line there, and you got the chev, yep. you got the triaxial carbon. This crown weighs about four grams. You know, it's one Sheesh. of the lightest yes. crowns in the so lightweight. in the in, entire world, and so that's how you're able to get the uh, the tungsten that uh, that Slinger was was talking about. You put that tungsten deep, and that's going to get you uh, the launch characteristics that you want. I got to talk a little bit about the testing on, on this. Yeah, thing. yeah I'll, that's this good. is Please. interesting to the uh, the people who listen to the fitting room. They want to know about spin rates. Yeah, they and, want numbers. And, yeah, and they want they want numbers. So yeah. we did our own internal testing. Now, this is this is internal testing and what we were seeing we took it right up against the epic flash five wood mm. so it went head to head with basically the king of, of five woods yeah, yeah. The, the epic flash ball speeds were virtually identical be- between the two this is actually a little bit lower spinning than the five wood to your question earlier yeah. so the five wood is going to launch a little bit higher and be a little bit uh, spinnier. This is going to have a little bit more of that flat trajectory. And so the overall distance, this was about four to five yards longer than, oh, wow. than, the, than a five wood, than you a know, five which wood, yeah. I don't think in my career in golf, I've ever seen a fair, a hybrid that was longer than the equivalent fairway. Wood. And like I mean, we totally. mentioned too, is the, the five woods going to be a little bit longer. Yeah, as far as shaft length, right? Shaft right. Length. Even so, exactly. this is giving up shaft length. Yep, and it still has longer overall so, distance. So potentially more control, right? A shorter shaft will maybe give a golfer a little bit more control. Yeah, Stephen, what you were saying about uh, not only that distance that you'll gain over a five wood, but the versatility in different uh, uh, different conditions. Yeah, whether it's the rough, whether it's a fairway bunker, maybe off the tee. I love that you said that you. Like, don't be afraid to hit this thing off the tee. It oh, has yeah. that flight, yep. actually, that you kind of desire off the tee, right? Right. right. Yeah. It's not going to be like launching high and spinning yeah. off the off the tee. You know, you need a tee ball to be kind of flat flat trajectory. Otherwise, you're going to lose a lot of distance. So, yeah, uh, this thing is very versatile uh, to that. Like, and this, you th- haven't um, you haven't ta- uh, touched on MOI yet. What's the uh, forgiveness? I guess maybe compared to a five wood. Yeah, or, so, or a fairway wood. So if, you the, did, if you have any testing results or anything you've or have seen from it, or 
about the technology. The the shape is a little bit smaller than a five wood. So the MOI there is going to be a little bit uh, lower, but it's going to be higher than any hybrid. That's why we're calling it a super hybrid. And you also get that from the, the titanium body uh, as well. So it's going to be a tweener there, but spin rate robustness is really, really good on this. When you use a titanium face, you're just not losing the ball speed um, off center. So you're going to get some forgiveness um, from yeah. that um, as well. And Dave, I would argue that, yes, the, Shaping alone, a firewood is going to be, you know, the MOI is going to be higher just, again, purely on the shape. But with the, with the titanium that we're able to, to use, it helps us save weight there. Mm-hmm. Um, the carbon crown, obviously. Uh, and then where we position the tungsten, I mean, it's probably pretty close to a firewood, yeah. uh, you know, all things considered. Yeah. Which is going to be really, really forgiving for uh, a club in this kind of package. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what we look at, to, to your point, is um, what we call sort of unconventional forgiveness, where you look at the downrange plot of it. So it's less about the actual MOI number, which is determined basically by how big the shape is, and more about where does it, when you look at it on the track, man, where does it launch downrange? And that's where this thing is really, really solid. Another thing to to point out is a lot of better players worry about um, the the hybrids being too upright, going left all all the time. This is a neutral bias. So it doesn't quite have the same fade bias as I would say the apex hybrid which is i would almost say is it was kind of a right a right bias but mm-hmm. this is a really kind of straight to a to a neutral bias so it mm. does not have the draw bias of say a big bertha hybrid or even a rogue yeah. um hybrid and i think that's what appeals to your your mid handicappers to your lower handicappers yeah i know uh one uh, chad coleman hashtag chad hashtag. jones uh he'll be very happy about that because he's always uh you know he always complains about hitting his hybrids left but I don't know if it's uh, quite the hybrid's fault <laughs> yeah. with him. You know what I mean? Let's talk about the Indian or the arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, let's recap. Let's recap real quick. Okay. Steven. It's long. It's a half inch longer shaft than a typical hybrid. Yeah, comparable loft, yeah. Comparable to, right, to the comparable loft. It has forgiveness. It has versatility. OptiFit hosel, mm-hmm. which is which is awesome that you guys were able to get that in there. Yep, yep. Uh, because I know that you know it adds weight to it, so you were able to, I guess, save weight in other parts of the construction. Well, using titanium body, right? Yeah. And in that carbon crown, the titanium body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man. <laughs> Have you tested this yet? Yes, I tested this um, last weekend, uh, actually. And I hit it against the Epic Flash Hybrid, which I love. I love the shape of that. Mm. That was a 21 degree. This was a 20 degree. And I, I think it was about 20 yards longer than the Epic <laughs> Flash Hybrid. It was like blowing my mind. I'm starting to think what? about yardage gaps. Like, how is this going to work? But um, so it, it's definitely going to be in the bag. I'm going to play the 20 degree mm. version. The 17 um, is a little bit um that's going to be like fighting against my three wood so i'm going to go with the 20 the 23 is interesting uh as well but i only have room for one hybrid oh so it's going to be the 20 well you know what i'm going to get i'm going to leave this podcast studio (laughs) i'm going to take a 20 degree super hybrid i'm going to take the optifit hosel wrench and i'm going to crank it up to 21 degrees oh there you go and i'm going to Test it against the Epic Flash Seven Wood, and we're gonna see what happens. I like that. Wow, yeah. that's gonna be a great head to head. That's gonna be a good little head to head, right? Any predictions on this head to head battle? Uh, 
I think I think you're gonna yeah, see some super, games. Super <laughs> hybrid. I'm gonna take super hybrid plus one and a half. If I could yeah. get a little more yardage from this than the seven wood, it'll probably stick in my bag. Right. And I haven't had the best track record. You're not a hybrid guy. <laughs> I'm not really a hybrid yeah. guy. So this we is got why I like that you're hosting this. So, and, yeah, so yeah. this is so this will be a, a true test if you would. It'll be a good one. I've got you the know? 17 in the bag. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so what? So tell me your tell me like your driver. Uh, Tell me your driver to your first iron. Tell me that. Yeah. Uh, so tell just, me what that looks like. Just driver three wood and well, then what, what and then hybrid. Stuff? So I've got a nine degree driver. Okay. I've got a fifteen degree um, uh, uh, fairway wood. Okay. Sub zero, and then I've got the apex eighteen degree. Ah. So initially, when I had the apex eighteen degree, I thought that was going to be more for like long par threes. If I'm playing like a two thirty par three, yep. um, that I would use that club a lot. But what I've found is that I probably need more help on potentially par fives or holes where I need to hit it again in that 220, 230 range, um, but to get it more up in the air, so not really too flat. Uh, so what I found is that this looked really good, mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, I'm just going to try it out. It sets up solid, right? And yeah. and I hit it a couple times, and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be mm-hmm. much longer, give me a little bit more spin, more control, because yep. uh, the Apex one was just – don't have enough speed to really get it out there the way it, it needs to be hit. You yeah. Know? So this is going to so be the seven, weapon. And you left it at 17. Left it at 17. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that out. The extra distance that I'll get, I mean, I know it's one degree stronger, but the type, the the technology alone is going to get me more distance than that apex. D-Nevs, what's your driver to, to first iron? What's so your we're going like? Epic Flash standard driver at 9 degree, yep. and then I've got the uh, the Flash 3 wood, and then – um, the, I have the five wood right now. And mm-hmm. so that's what I need to work out in terms of, uh, because I want to take the Epic flash out the 21 degree and replace mm. it with a 20 degree of the super hybrid, because I need about five more yards in gapping. My lowest iron is a five iron. So, oh, okay. so the next is my hybrid. So I need that, that hybrid to go 205 to 210 max gotcha. from with the 20. So that's what yep. I'm, I'm gearing for. And I think the super hybrid is going to, the, the Epic Flash Hybrid, I had it cranked down a little bit, but it's a little bit short for, wh- for what, what, for what I you're need, looking for. What I, what I need. So I think this is going to be the, the perfect uh, gap filler for it. Just having a little bit more length, having a one degree stronger, having the all titanium, uh, it's going to be money. Wow. You know, you've who, got some options. I'll tell you what. Who would have thought the last fitting room podcast would be the super hybrid would be episode? On, on hybrid. Who would have thought that it, wait, it, wait, it was wait, one it, of my favorite my one of my favorite episodes of all time. It, it's Who not it's that? not the last fitting room podcast. No. It is your last it's fitting room. My last. Who would have thought my last would be the super hybrid from someone who doesn't uh, <laughs> uh, play many hybrids. Uh, but in Let, a in a parallel universe, um, maybe this uh, maybe this hops in the bag, you know. Let's we'll take a minute to uh, reminisce here. So you've been yeah. through 120 plus episodes. Oh, Give me a couple highlights or what was your your favorite oh. episode or your favorite moment in wow. in fitting room history here I think before the, we let you go. The most memorable, uh, well, a couple memorable moments. Uh, one was with Phil when we had Phil in here. That, yeah. When we had Phil in here, you guys, if you're watching the video podcast, you know what our podcast studio looks like. It's like a pretty rad it's awesome. podcast studio. Yeah, like studio. anybody, yeah. even any audio person who comes in here and sees our setup is like, wow, well, you guys, like that's it's like legit. more legit than half the podcast setups <laughs> I've ever seen. We had Phil in here 
when this was the old Callaway Talk Studio. Uh, yeah. yeah. There was a TV There's right a window over here. Over there here. Windows you see the window. Back here. Yeah. We Black had, chairs. Yeah. We had the portable. We had fold-out chairs. It was me, Nate, and Phil with our portable podcast setup. <laughs> wires everywhere. We look like complete amateurs. <laughs> I go. I videotaped it with a GoPro in the corner, and we talked to Phil for like 35, 40 minutes, and he was telling us about like all his blind testing, like all like this like ridiculous thing. I remember you know, that, that episode, yeah. And, and I. I think it was like the first 10 episodes or first 15, but like from where we started with the portable podcast unit, now we're on a freaking live, to this. A, a live show, this, and then a live, a live show, show every single serious. week, yeah. which we actually, uh, we, we record from this studio. So like the school of hard knocks, man, like we started <laughs> small, gradually got bigger, uh, invested more. Uh, the investment certainly turned out with the yep. amount of listeners and questions we get and, and I mean, geez, on a, a phone calls on Monday night, we literally don't can't have get time to, to take all. them all. Yeah, like yeah. it's that it's that many phone calls. So like I think, uh, Yo Dinevs, to, to answer your question, really, like uh, Phil was most memorable moment just because the whole setup and the fact we had Phil there. Uh, but just the uh, really the the growth of the show and uh, the support we've gotten from everybody and um, you know the guests like you guys like I mean that's what like makes it fun to like bring when when you guys are in here it's like it's just the greatest thing ever so um, yeah that was uh, it's funny how far we've come you know I'll give you a couple of my favorite moments yeah. of being on the show with you number one with Arian Foster oh, that was great that was really you good. me Arian Foster we had him yeah. in here for Callaway yep. live and record a bunch of stuff yep. uh, with him he's been a big friend of, of Callaway oh, yeah. so that was that was really going, fun. going deep yeah. and then um, when we we did the podcast on GBB epic and i dropped this animal style oh, yeah. on the podcast <laughs> which wasn't that, even available that. and minds were blown and that customer day. service blown. wanted to kill you yeah and and then in the teaser for the podcast they you guys put it in the teaser <laughs> oh, so everybody man. heard it on every episode it was it was the intro like you know how we oh. always do like that like quick like little tw uh, 20 second segment and, and Yo Dinevs, he's like, well, do I have news for you? <laughs> I want to talk about animal style. And then I got lit Lit up on literally that. sales between sales and customer service wanted to kill. They actually asked us to pull that slip, that clip. And we're, I was like, no, we cannot pull that clip. It was too much of an absolute bomb to drop. Like we needed to, we needed oh, to, man. it was a haymaker. Oh my God. It was an God. absolute haymaker. Cause we recorded that episode early and I wasn't even sure if we were going to offer that. And we ended up like, it was really off the menu and we really didn't want to offer it. Well, but yet we now. told everybody on the podcast, <laughs> Steven, it was a bomb. Oh, <laughs> it was an yeah. absolute bombshell. So that Dude. was actually definitely one of my favorite moments. It's ever. been awesome being yeah. with you. You're yeah, an you amazing host. Thank and you. Uh, we had a lot of fun, man. Yeah. No, we'll, uh, the show, I'll so. have to call in and be, call maybe I can in. be a special guest one day. Please do call in. Yeah, when Steven now takes the reins. Call in the live <laughs> show and cause, cause some havoc. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might become a regular call in the live show. <laughs> so uh, thank you both for being in here. Thank you uh, for your participation throughout the years. And uh, good luck with future shows. Uh, uh, I have no doubts that the, the listenership will quadruple <laughs> in uh, the next couple of weeks. Nah, so, no way, uh, man. Uh, thank you guys. You. Uh, good to talk super hybrid with you. Um, and thank you, everybody, for listening. All the listeners, all the questions, everything. Uh, tap into the Callaway community. If you have any fitting questions, call into the live show uh, every Monday night, 5 to 6 Pacific, 8 to 9 Eastern on Sirius XM PJ Tour Radio. And 
these boys. We'll see you next time on the Fitting Room Podcast.